Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Episode 124. Oh, we're started? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Yes. You want to do it again? No, no way. No. We're rolling now. Once we hit record, there's no turning back. No stopping anymore. We could say anything. Balls. This music is cranked. I love it. Crank it. Keep going, Chip. Let's listen to the end of it. Does it ever end out? Yeah. End out. Does it ever end? Does this bad boy ever end out? We don't know. <laughs> We're just flying this, with it. I this really be, don't know. Oh yeah, here at the end. Here, here we I go. Don't know what it is? Okay, wait. What's wait. This, what's this breakdown? Yeah, we gotta wait till it drops again. Ooh, this is the house remix. Chris Shepard in the house. Is something coming? Crazy I don't know baby. What it is. Here, I don't know what it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Mind has been blown. You guys at home must just be f***ing off the chain. Right. Going bananas. Right. Dropping ecstasy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> your moms. Why not, eh? Yeah. yeah. Why not, eh? your moms. Why not, eh? Yeah. yeah. has just left the building. Give it to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Wow. Well, that's the podcast, everyone. <laughs> I need a nap after that. Whew, that was fun. Felt uh, like I was you... just at a Calvin Harris show. I felt yes. like I was uh, I was in Marquee in Vegas. In the Calvin Harris show, they have to tap, wake him up every like 20 minutes. Hey, all right, yeah. Yeah, Woo! yeah. Hey, play another song, Calvin. <laughs> Hit play right there. Don't just put your finger right there. Calvin, wake up. Wake uh, up, Calvin. Hey, it's, uh, it's back to school in Canada officially. It's a, it's a post Labor Day, so you can't wear white pants anymore, or white at all. I think <laughs> you can wear a white T-shirt. Does that mean no I'm out? No I white. wore my Library Voices white T-shirt just today. because you did it doesn't mean it's right. No, you can wear a white T-shirt. No way. No, no white after Labor Day. Be period. a trendsetter. Hey, we have to address something. Uh, did we uh, uh, unveil a major night of spoiler last week? I. Got a few tweets from people saying we had unveiled a spoiler for the night of. No. First no. of all, I've never watched the night Neither of. Neither have I. There were but no I spoilers. No. There's no way. Man. People are like, oh, thanks for the spoilers, guys. So like, when were we talking about that show? With Jason Whitlock. With Whitlock. Okay. I feel like. You just talked about how you don't like how it ended. Right. I didn't watch no, it. But Whitlock said that. Yes. Oh, okay. But that's it. That's all I oh, said. Oh, I think maybe we did give away. <laughs> I feel like Dan is not the most reliable person yes. in terms of memory. Right. So, yes, because we discussed what he was doing at the end. Right, so, right. I right. uh, just finished uh, Stranger, so sorry. Stranger Things, uh, yeah. Netflix show. Amazing. Loved it. Winona Ryder. I've heard oh, yeah. mixed things on it. I haven't seen it. Really, really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that. And uh, went back to Canada, said uh, hi to the Canadian folks uh, up in Toronto this past weekend. Uh, travel tip from Dan. If you're flying into Toronto, take the train downtown. So uh, if you're not from Toronto, for years, Toronto inexplicably didn't have a direct train from the airport to downtown. 
like most major European cities do and New York does. So anyway, they built it and people ridiculed them because I guess it's not very busy or something. I don't know. And plus the tickets used to be twice. They're 12 bucks each way. See, like that's a good deal to me. That's an amazing deal. That's a good deal. And you hop on the train, you get right downtown. You don't have to deal with traffic. You're you're there in, uh, I got off my plane at 2.05. I was in my hotel at 2.55, downtown Toronto. That's pretty impressive. And Thank then you very at much. the at the Joker nightclub by three oh five. Don't think that's open anymore. And um, Comic Con Canada's version, or at least Toronto's version of Comic Con, was on when I was there. What what is Canada's version called? That CanCon. Mm, that's actually not bad. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but if you're about to, if you're going to rob a bank, you do it on a Comic Con weekend because you could just dress up like a freak. Because everyone's in masks and stuff. I guess that's true. And then you just run into the Comic-Con after you rob the bank. That's true. And then be like, hey, we're all into cosplay. And I got your money. Called C4? C4. No. Yeah. No. Central Canada Comic-Con. No. Oh, there you go. C4. That was not what it was called. Okay. Maybe you, maybe it wasn't Comic-Con. You just ran into a bunch of <laughs> twisted f***ers into costumes. Yeah. And then people walking around. What? Who's the guy with the one mask? Mike Myers? Boy, that, you have to be more specific. Yeah, could, we could oh, be talking about Halloween, Ken Drive. Halloween, Michael Myers. Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah, Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah. People walking around like that. People walking around in Jason stuff. They're just like freaks. So maybe it was a horror festival, maybe? No, it was, it was all those. I saw some, uh, uh, some of the Daredevil guys. The Daredevil guys? There's one Daredevil. It's Daredevil. There's not a bunch of guys. It's one guy. I saw the Deadpool guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Saw a lot of people dressed as, like, Vikings. <laughs> That's cool. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, Did I'd not see any, any Power Rangers. Saw a um, Pokemon. Must have seen some Star Wars action. Oh, yeah, a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, who's the the new woman in Star Wars, the younger woman? Ray. Saw her. Yeah. She was everywhere. She, she was awesome. I didn't see Yeah. It. You didn't see the new Star Wars, Ben? No. Do you, are you not a Star Wars guy? Yeah. <sighs> It's embarrassing, but no, not so much. Well, it's not embarrassing. Watch the new one. It's awesome. The new one's really good. I just feel like you have to watch all of them, right? No. You don't? I don't think so. Well, it would help, but definitely avoid the prequels. I've talked about this before. The prequels are garbage and should be avoided. (laughs) And then on Sunday morning, uh, the girls and I, I'm like, I hear, I'm like, is someone drumming outside the hotel? Jeremy Taggart. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I said, I looked down and it was a huge... Indian wedding procession. So oh. there was actually people drumming. Oh. And they had this horse all uh, all covered in uh, robes and stuff and gold Shit. stuff. It was it was beautiful. Huh. And actually ran into a guy. We we came down later in the day. And the guy's like, hey, Dan. Ended up, he listens to the podcast. And he says, oh, yeah, I was part of that wedding. I'm like, it was beautiful. He said, well, usually you have an elephant. Oh, but they had a horse instead. Yeah. So, Tough to get an elephant in downtown Toronto. We were that close to seeing an elephant. Wow, that would have been pretty neat. Yeah. Now, that's what you do if you want to rob a bank in downtown Toronto. You get on the top of an elephant, and you ride that elephant right through the front door, and then you steal the money, and then get back on the elephant. And people would be like, well, the guy on the elephant took it. And be like, F- off, there's not an elephant down here. <laughs> and then you just get away. So that's a sure, if you were looking for a surefire way to get away with money, Get on an elephant. Seems strange. And also, uh, went to uh, Real Sports in Toronto. It's the uh, the sports bar. Next you took to- your daughters there. Yeah, watch the J game. 
sounds like something you wanted to do, not something they wanted to do. They wanted to eat in the lobby of the hotel and go back to the room. I'm like, no. No, daddy wants to see the game. I said, I'm not just going to sit in the room and watch the game. I'm going to have a a crown and ginger and watch the game. And then you had another crown and ginger. And then another. No, just two. And then another. (laughs) And you told them you were disappointed. (laughs) Just two. Uh, Just... Real sports. Let me tell you what I think of you girls. Daddy, we're going into grade one. Wow. It was rated number one sports bar in North America, right? Yeah. Yes. And it's a few years old now. By uh, fledgling network ESPN. It's a few years old now. Yeah, yeah. They're they're at the stage. They're at the stage. They need to spruce it up. What? Already? A lot of traffic goes through there. Oh, that is true. Very You got to give it the new feel again. Just, just, a, just a so suggestion. it's like tattered. Like no, things are. Uh, it's getting there. Getting worn down. Getting the, there. The banquettes are worn. The, that's why you go all leather, right? It's no, super expensive when you put it in. They've got leather it, everywhere. All the, but I'm just all talking the like seats, everything. Just need, it just needs a, like a spruce up. If you I, go all leather. It's like the rainbow. Then you never yeah. have to replace it, and it's easy to clean, right? Absolutely. That's what you do. All leather. You just, whatever gets spilled on there, yeah. you just wipe just it Just wipe right that off. down. Yeah. Leather. If I owned a restaurant, it'd be leather everywhere. Yeah. I'd call it leathers. And at the Rainbow, you'd never know what gets spilled on those right. banquets. And right. when I called it leathers, people would be like, you opening a gay bar? And I'd be like, that's fine if that's what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's yeah. welcome. And that's I'll- why all the clothes that I wear when I go out. Yeah. Leather? Leather. leather. Yeah. You don't breathe very well, though. Yeah, but then you look cool. Yeah, but it's um, right. And yeah. also at Real Sports, they need to uh, take out a couple l- floor-to-ceiling load-bearing beams. They need, they to, need take- to take out load-bearing beams? Yeah. Does that seem like a block- bad idea? They're blocking the view. Okay. You want to get more height in there so you right, can right. see. No, you got to get those out of there so you can see better. Okay, yeah. so then, just- then we might have to get an architect in to find another way to keep the keep the ceiling from collapsing. Helicopters stay above with winches and oh, they just, okay. hover. just hovering at all times. That's creating jobs right there. That's right. Right? Helicopter pilots may be out of work. What do you do? I keep the <laughs> roof from collapsing at real sports. <laughs> what? Nice. That seems weird. No, that's what I do. Do you ever nod off? Yeah, sometimes. I got listen to Jane Dan podcast while it happens. I'm laughing. That'd be weird, but kind of also a cool gimmick. There you go. I believe we have our guest standing by outside the door. I saw. Is he? Is he here? Well, I saw the door open. Let's open the door. Joel Clad. Joel Clad, everybody. Uh, Joel Clad has been on the podcast, our college football insider. Joel Clad, everyone. Joel Clad. Joel Clad. Joel Clad. Come on in. Come on in, buddy. Joel. I I didn't see the door open. I saw the door open. Really? Mm. That's Joel, Joel Clatt, Clatt, everybody. Joel Clatt, everybody. Joel, Joel Clatt. No, he's not here. Jay, he's... you're seeing things. I saw the door pop open. Now, maybe it was just someone who popped by and wanted to say hi to Jim. Could have been uh, Could have been Jason. Jason. Oh, from, no good. from Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, oh yeah. That's could have been Michael Myers. Those movies were f- Friday the 13th, I went back and watched one. Uh, the acting is atrocious, but yeah. it's laughably good, and it's a treat to watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, those old Friday so the 13th yeah. were so, but they were scary as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Like, Jason was scary. He was a big, lumbering fucking did, guy. Yeah. At what episode, which Friday the 13th did he show his, his face? Did he show him in all of them? I th- uh, no, not all of them, but I, for, I know he, he did at one point. One thing I was watching the one, one where he something. showed his face. Yeah. One thing I do remember is that uh, one of the Corys, I believe Corey Feldman was in one, and in the end, his way of distracting Jason, from keeping him from killing them all, 
was to shave his head or something, I guess, because Jason's head was shaved. So he thought if he looked like Jason looked, that Jason would be captivated by his looks. It really made no sense, but it worked. And in the end, Corey Feldman made love to Jason. And I bet you he was high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was definitely high in the shooting that film. He was eight years old. The the best parts of those movies is when the friends discover their other friends are dead. Yeah. Right. It's just like. You know what's underrated? Those stuff. um, Oh, the ones where where the group of friends don't die and then slowly they, they they die because they were supposed to die. Scary movie? No, no, not scary movie. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh... you know, like they're supposed to die. They narrowly escape death, but then death finds them throughout the course oh, of the movie. Because f- I like the one where they uh, like there's a law a truck that rolls over that's right. got logs on exactly, it and, stuff. and it gets oh, um, something. Des- final destination. Fi- yeah, something like that. Final destination. That's what I think. Oh, I it never is. saw yeah, that. Yeah, those those are, are good. They're so good. They're great. The death scenes are the best in those movies. Okay, can we go back to the discovering your friend dead on the horror movies? Yeah. Yeah. Your instant reaction is not just to start screaming. You're like, you walk in, you say, what the f***? No, I'd start screaming. If I came in here and I found Jim dead, I'd be like, (laughs) No, like I walk around the corner, I see Jim dead, I'm like, what the f*** is going on? Like, Here's what I'd do. I'd strip him down, see what he looked like naked. <laughs> you don't start screaming. That's my point. Like, well, Once I'm naked, that's when you'd start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, Jim had a hammer. Well, can you use What's a final that? destination? Yeah, I mean, oh. it's hard to... Ben, there's a yeah. bunch of them. Ben, you're there's so a lot. Young, there's like five. Like yeah, child. that's it. Final destination. That's it. Oh, that was good. Like, yeah, there's like... Five. One where like someone's going off a bridge or something. Another on a roller coaster, probably. Yeah, wow, the bridge I can't one, believe I, I never saw those movies. Oh, yeah, like good. the there's they're ones so where the, the roller coaster oh. goes off the track. Another yes. one the the bridge collapses or something. I don't know. They probably and, made and them they all at don't once. die in those, and then later <sighs> they die. Yeah. So what? Okay. So, so how about this? He says right here. Alex has a premonition that the plane will explode in midair, killing yes. everyone on board. Yes. When the events from his vision begin to repeat themselves in reality, he panics and a fight breaks out. Which lead to all the passengers dying. Yeah, Does that sound like Final Destination. Yeah, the the, the movies are. It is the Final Destination franchise. Um, center around a protagonist that has a premonition of a terrible accident that will kill numerous people. The protagonist and several other people manage to escape from the scene of the accident before it happens, but are later killed in a series of bizarre accidents that frequently resemble Rube Goldberg machines and their complexity. <laughs> I loved it. I thought they were great. I hope they make a million more. Uh, fin- oh. Final point on Toronto. You know how we put Daniel Lanois on yeah. our Canadian Wall of Fame last week? I was walking along the one street in Toronto that has the Canadian Walk of Fame, and I uh, saw his. Oh, He's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, coincidence. Right. And uh, surely Peter Mansbridge uh, will be on or is on already uh, the Canadian Wall uh, Walk of Fame. He's certainly on the Jay and Dan Canadian Wall yes, of Fame. Peter Mansbridge, this week's entry. He is uh, so good a lot guy. of a lot Real of good uh, guy. big fan of Jay and Dan. Our coworkers here they asked us, "Well, what's his equivalent of the states?" And I keep saying like Dan Rather, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And like, what's funny is, um, oh my God. Uh, who is the ABC anchor who passed away? Uh, that was Canadian. Peter Jennings. Peter Jennings. So, yes. so Peter. So we had in America a, a Canadian anchor 
uh, who passed away. But uh, he was kind of Peter Jennings-esque. In fact, I think I heard that Peter Mansbridge could have come to the States at one point, decided hmm. not to. But uh, yeah. So, so he's got one year left uh, doing the national news, and then he's uh, off to Muskoka. Uh, I think he's in Georgian Bay, actually. If you follow Peter on uh, Instagram, he loves posting pics uh, of his cottage, and he's a big cottage guy. Kind of like Dan here. Big guy out at the cottage. Oh. Loves to be at the cottage. I hope I didn't erase this message. Uh, please don't erase it. Did I erase it? All right. Oh, here uh, it is. Okay. okay. So I said, uh, I sent a text to Bob McKenzie. TSN's Bob McKenzie, Hockey Insider. I said, you saw Springsteen tonight? Because he was tweeting out pictures from Washington. I said, you bastard. Miss you guys, O'Toole. He said, hey, Danny boy, nice to hear from you. Yes, actually, Springsteen played at my cottage. Guess he didn't get the invite. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, hope all's well, buddy. We miss you guys, too. Take care. Say hi to Jay, etc. all. Etc. all. Um... I could see Springsteen playing a show at Bobby's Cottage. I could see that happening when Bobby finally retires. Damn straight. He's hit the big 6-0 now. I wonder how long Bobby's going to keep her going. Uh, he's, he, can do it, he could do whatever he wants right now. Till he's, what, 90? That'd be great. Hello, hockey insider Bob McKenzie. Okay, he's not turning into the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> hey, and also... That line news... Take it at your peril, my pretties. Mike Babcock is going to trade Nazem Kadri's son to the Ottawa Senators for Chris Phillips' offspring. Then they will all die in a cauldron of my creation. Bob McKenzie signing out, Hockey Insider. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That was just an idea of what might happen when Bob turns 90. <laughs> Sounds like you've given it some thought. <laughs> Actually, I've given it no thought like everything I do. No thought. Now you got me thinking, though, so he wouldn't have to leave the house. He would sit in his his fire pit. It's kind of like Pete Traeger. He's practically living that life in Brooklyn right now. Every time he's on with us, he's in his house, in his apartment, just hanging out, hitting the clubs. Hey, can we, uh, speaking of Pete... Oh, we're not we're not having Pete on quite yet. He's gonna be on later, right? Three forty five. Okay, three forty five. I'm gonna go get Clat if I can go find. Okay, him. sure, sure. While we're doing that, why don't we uh, why don't we read a couple of questions here? No, we gotta do a sponsor and sponsor as well. So let's do questions first, then a sponsor. How about that? This one from Mark Morin. Uh, the subject line. Man, why you don't I, why are you crawl. crawling out of here? It's man? not like it's I not a never do that. It's not an Oscar winning or a Emmy winning broadcast. <laughs> that camera would be on the floor if I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark Morin says, Hey, gents, I never felt I needed an urge to write, but we need to discuss Dan's Instagram storyline. Are you okay, bud? <laughs> I don't, everyone keeps asking Mark. me that. Like, and I, I think about that, and I'm like, I'm not like going crazy on them. I'm just documenting my day. On my Instagram stories. Well, but you were sending, like, like videos of you alone in a hot tub and saying, like, Ease my feet. <laughs> no, I said... Ease my balls. No, each time I just said, Hot tub. Hot tub. Who wants to see my cock? Who wants so, to see Donna's cock? So I just said, hot tub. And I don't know why people thought that was crazy. But. I think they're just concerned because you're by yourself in a hot tub doing Instagram stories. Like, 
Well, it kills the time. Oh, were you that kid, Dan? Here's I love him, Dan. Yeah, I, I love, love him. Thanks, Jim. I, I think, and I think, I think, I agree with you, Jim, and I think a lot of people agree. Nobody has utilized that medium better than Dan O'Toole. Like, I, if I, he, I agree, he, I really take him. He owns that medium. He yeah. owns it. All yes. right, we here's, did it. Here's one from Colin Hawes. Uh, back on the TSN portion of the podcast. Oh, back on the TSN portion of the podcast, there was an episode that features one of my favorite segments with Sean Cullen, Peter Burrow native, great yes, guy. love that guy. In it, the three of you traded ideas about potential Tim Hortons commercials you would pitch. <laughs> Later, there was a memorable clip with Taggart about the keg commercials. <laughs> is somebody going to wipe my bum or what? We yeah. remember that. So my question is, have you two been contacted to write any commercials for either of these two <laughs> fine establishments? If so, what do they entail? Cheers, Colin. And for Jim, uh, six degrees. Uh, well, you know what? I'll I'll mention that later. Um, no, no, no. We haven't been contacted. That's a bunch of bullshit. Frankly, yeah, we could spruce. Up, speaking of sprucing things up, right? We could spruce those keg commercials. I mean, up. we've been watching a lot of Canadian TV because we watch a lot of Blue Jays games when we're taping our show. So we we get in the Sportsnet feed, and man, the commercials. Okay, here's my keg commercial. I just Garbage. just came to my mind. Garbage. So you know how they're all like the couples are all out having a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. So you have the husband and the wife out for dinner, and it's like piano music. Yeah, they're yeah. enjoying each other, and then the husband glances over the bar, and it's just fucking mayhem. They're like, wow, like people going nuts, right. guys and girls making out, right. and then it goes back to him. He's like. He looks over. It's crazy. Right. So the and then he's with his wife. It's quiet. It's it, and then he's like, "I want to be there." Yeah. But it's so it shows you, hey, you can have a great time, but right. it, you also have dinner with your wife. Okay. Converse. <laughs> Is that not a good commercial? I like it. That's I like a it. Great All right. How about this one? Conversely, so same thing. Same husband and wife having dinner. Different night. They're there. It's quiet. And then they look at over at another table, and two dudes are. F- one girl on top of the table in the restaurant and they're just like ah god take it ah give it to her ah ah okay and then it goes back to the husband and he's like oh that seems nice like i could be doing that or i could be having dinner with my wife and then see, see you tonight <laughs> forget sex buddy <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they go for that one it's like a series of ads people love a series of ads <laughs> Oh, so and then another one. The couple, the couple sitting having dinner, and then cut to the alley behind the restaurant, and the waiters are in a Fight Club. Oh, I like that. Uh, that's yeah. cool. I like that. I like that and then yeah. and then they like okay, and then they show them doing right. up their tie and going and back go, to the going table. Back in and, Here's your wine, uh, but, and then he goes back to the Fight Club. But then there's like a trickle of blood that comes down his eye as he's, he's like, "Can I get you anything?" And then the husband's like, "Are you okay?" He's like. See you tonight. <laughs> but as he's walking back to the fight club, they show the chefs like throwing knives while the other chef is against the wall and he's missing them. So you've right. got that going on, yeah, yeah. the fight club, and then back into the restaurant. You're like, oh my God, anything can happen at the keg. And then one final commercial for the series. So again, same husband and wife having dinner. All right. Nice. They're having a romantic dinner, music, everything. Cut to the kitchen. In the kitchen, lines of cocaine being just drawn up on the kitchen counter. Everyone's making steaks. Meanwhile, the chefs are just crushing cocaine back there. They're high-fiving, intense Scandinavian death metal playing. One hitting of, each other with steaks. Right, hitting each other with steaks. Oh, Joel Klatt's here. Joel Klatt. Just showed up. Good to see you, buddy. You're just uh, you're just 15 minutes late. 
We, uh, we appreciate it. Okay, whoa, whoa, we can't hear you. Oh, no, we, need, to, we need you in here. You always look so God, great. you look great. Glad. <gasps> Guys, I look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a text uh, a little bit ago, and I, they were like, hey, Fox Sports Live doesn't need you until 5.30. I was like, great. Not thinking to myself, like, well, I've got to do the podcast before that. So right. Totally well, my fault. He, no, I no, I, I don't think so. I think that was probably miscommunication. I'm so, sorry. So, I'm Joel, sorry. Uh, so Joel Klatt's been on the How podcast are you? before. We're going to have it's a clat- so good to be back. Uh, we got a clat what? chat. When yeah. was the last yeah, time? Yeah, baby. Yes. You haven't been here in like six months. I know. I've got a good one for you Okay, today. but here, you know, I've got a problem with you. Uh-oh. Last two times right. I've seen you in the building. I saw you in the courtyard, oh. and I got the... Yeah, you kept walking. After oh, a oh, and then I saw, you, mind, I saw you down in wardrobe, and you're like, hey. Well, maybe you had some on your mind. Listen, you know? I, you're getting ready for the season. Yes, once fall, once the fall hits, if it's, I if figured it's that. non-season time, I'm ready uh, to chat it up. Have but a, you're like, have you're a yorba intense. Whatever. What are those called? Yorba again? mate. Yorba mate. Uh, yorba linda. Oh, I'm sorry. Yorba linda. <laughs> you so you linda. were just dialed in. That's right. Okay. I'm but, sorry about that. That's, don't okay. be sorry. Don't I would, be sorry. if I were you, I would take it personally. <laughs> and take it direct. Take it directly, directly to Jamie Horowitz, the president of that. Yeah, take it up there. He'll so, side with me. So here's a question: You're our lead college football insider. That's right. When the night before the <laughs> the night before the college the night before the college football season so starts, yeah. is it like Christmas morning? Is it like Christmas Eve for you? Yes, I love it. I can't. Can you sleep? I can't sleep. I have. Like, I can't tell you, I'm a walking encyclopedia of useless knowledge. I was actually just racing up here, and, and we were talking to my BA, Caden, and I was, and he was like, well, what about next week? And I was like, well, you got to remember about Urban Meyer's road record in true road games at Ohio State. He's 18-0. And then Bob Stoops, remember, he's the winningest <laughs> coach in OU history. Oh, oh, hey, by the way, he's got nine Big 12 championships, which is three times as many as any other Big 12 teams in the tenure that he's been there. Everyone's looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm excited about the scene. I love Maybe college love- football. Wait, you said B.A. Caden. You need to explain that to our so listeners. So we have a broadcast associate on our, our road crew, and he is essentially uh, handles a lot of the graphics within the show, but he also is kind of a d- deals directly with us, like mm. Gus and I and Shannon and, and things that – we need or and he's got a guy uh, Andrew Wolf who's computer stats and stats and they're the two that directly deal with us so all the crap that we need hey I need a ride for this okay sir we'll, we'll come right over no so Caden <laughs> has been Caden yes, has been a BA for me in the past and so when I came to this crew last year that was essentially my only request i was right. like i i need caden with me because he's kind of like my right hand man so is it, you know the, it, do you want to reveal on this podcast that caden is in fact your son from another woman well then i would have been busy super young <laughs> you know who the best ba ever was no Baracus. yeah from the a team that was mr t's good call yeah. good call but you know that's like the spot that basically every executive on the fifth floor here was at one time a ba Right, so that's how you, you got become a lot of the producers. You go that's BA, AD, 
uh, associate director mm-hmm. that is, and then you go to the director's chair start or somewhere. the production chair, and then you kind of move up from there. So our president, Eric Shanks, was at one one point a BA mm-hmm. uh, on a crew for Matt Millen. So at some point, I'll be working for Caden, so I take every possible shot at him now because <laughs> eventually I'll be begging That's for right. a job. Are you Very sure smart. it shouldn't be the opposite, that you shouldn't just be – Trying to shower him oh, with gifts and Kaden, stuff. Kaden, let what me, can I get let you? me get your bag, yeah, please. Yeah, let me so take that. It's actually the direct. Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. This yeah. is even just, the real class. Can I tell I you tell a, a quick story? story. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Eric Shanks. I just want to bring it up here. Yeah. Tell me about my future in the company after my interaction with him yesterday. I see him. We see each other. He goes, hey, slap dick. And then he just kept walking. <laughs> It's not good. Is that, if is it that things going well? I think if, if it wasn't obvious by the lack of promotion we've received. So things are go- not going well? We moved. They took your set from you, uh, I see. But uh, I think, I, no, I'm sure things are fine. Yeah, he's yeah, in trouble. Oh, it's not good. Yeah, he's in trouble. See, he's in big trouble. He's in big trouble. You're SMI. fine, Dan. SMI. Dan, SMI. you're good. He's we're, both, yeah, we're both gone. I think you're it's fine. It's over. I think yeah. you're fine. I think, Pardon me? Dan's we're in trouble. Gone. Uh, yeah. What were you yeah. saying about a clat chat? Hashtag trouble. Oh, no. You're gonna tell oh, yeah. us story. A, story pre, about a pre clap chat. No, yeah, no. this is a pre. This is like a little <coughs> fluffer clap chat. Let's, let's fl- okay. fluff us up a bit. Fluff it up a little bit. So Caden, when he first was our computer stats guy, he was working on a crew that myself and Petros were on, and so we just gave him all sorts of grief. And he was a great kid. He was a walk-on football player at Syracuse, and he's really good at his job, which is why I wanted him uh, on the crew with us. But. This is back when he was computer stats, and we're, we're in Morgantown, West Virginia, and we have to drive to Pittsburgh, and we're trying to catch a flight because we had an early game. We're, we're all trying to catch a flight out of Pittsburgh that Saturday night. So Caden's with us, and we're walking through the airport, and he's got this, this suitcase. He's right out of college, and it had, like, his name written across <laughs> it like it's sixth-grade camp. <laughs> Pfeiffer! <laughs> and, like, a big permanent marker. His name's Caden Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer! <laughs> And I just couldn't help it. I was kind of, you know, like, I'm tired, and I just start ripping on him. I'm like, hey, nice bag. <laughs> and, you know, he's kind of just, like, pulling it all like he doesn't want to, you know, say anything back. And we're all laughing at him and everything. And finally he turns around and he's like, well, my mom gave it to me. And I was like, well, thanks oh, for making wow. me feel bad, Kate. Nice work, yeah. Pfeiffer. Way to go, Pfeiffer. Way to go, bully clat. <laughs> so the next week, so I tell my wife the story when I yeah, get home. I'm course. like, you know, yeah, Caden, he's this good yeah. kid, and I was making fun of his bag. Ha <laughs> ha, aren't I cool? And she looked at me, and she was like, you are such a jerk. She yeah. goes out, buys him wow. a suitcase, and she goes, Whoa! you take this to Caden. Wow. So I, I brought him in. He still uses the suitcase <laughs> to this day. <laughs> wow. My wife was wife. so mad at me. That I, is I love that she took care of that right oh, yeah. away. Yeah, that's, I love that's that. the way she, she rolled. Okay, now that was the preamble to the actual clat chat. We're so excited right. about this, about college football season. So tell, give us the goods, my friend. So this is not a college football story. But I, you know, you, you know you like that Clat chats. We, they range uh, from everywhere, from uh, locker rooms to showers. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> this one doesn't quite involve the shower, but there was a shower nearby. <laughs> Have I told you the story about uh, the the clubhouse in Idaho Falls? No. Are you sure? Uh, I don't want to double it's up. It's not here. the. No, oh, no, okay. no, it's no. not that one. That no, was, I don't think so. That was a beaut, so. though. Okay, you have that not heard us told us about Iowa Falls. Idaho, Idaho Falls. Idaho so Falls. I'm in the Pioneer League at Idaho Falls, and I mean it baseball. sucks. Yes, baseball sucks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks so bad, like bad. You know, we literally had a bus that was the Bull Durham bus was not an exaggeration or like, oh, that's the movies. We literally had one of those like silver rounded back 
like automatic stiff sh- uh, stick shift, a manual uh, shifting bus. Right. So every time you drove, not you drove it, but it would drive. The bus driver, you're like, (laughs) 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 and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Right. That's the minor leagues. Everyone (laughs) thinks it's all, hey, Tebow, it's not all sunshine and rainbows in baseball. You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's Idaho Falls. So it's one of the worst parks, oldest parks in all of minor league baseball. I think it was like 100 years old, the, the park up there. And if you don't know, like, minor league teams are owned independently, and then they just kind of, like, outsource to teams. Right. So teams kind of switch around who they're affiliated with, but the team itself in Idaho was actually owned by a local owner. And he doesn't pay your salary, but he does the gate, and he does concessions and all those different things. So that's why there's so many promotions around minor league games. Well, the clubhouse attendant is a guy that we all got along with really well, and he had keys to the entire stadium. Because he's there at all hours. He's got to do our laundry. He's got to do all of this stuff. I mean, you talk about the Sounds worst like job in America. Gig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throw your jocks over here. Give them to me. Yeah, I'm going to wash them. I'll, I'll wash them up. I'll soap up your jocks. That's right. I'll soap them up and I'll dry them up and I'll give them back. No sniffing here. Just yeah, cleanliness. <laughs> no jock itch here, Jim. So... <laughs> He would always be like, "Hey, will you guys please like come back and just hang out after the you know after the game?" So we would always finish the game. There was nowhere to eat because this is like the the LDS Mormon Belt, right? Okay. So everything's closed right. at ten. So you get out of the park and you're like, "Where do you want to eat? Applebee's or the clubhouse?" Right. And so we would always go back to the clubhouse and just hang out. There was like four or five of us that would go back and we'd hang out with the clubhouse attendant. And he would always unlock the concession stand, and oh, we would just yes. have nachos just and red vines and drink the Samuel Adams <laughs> all night. I mean, we would hammer away at the Samuel Adams from the concession stand. I love it. So we did this for probably three weeks. And he's like, he's always saying, like, no, man, they never check inventory. We're going <laughs> to be fine. We're going to be fine. So one day we come in for, for batting practice, and the owner is standing there, and I can tell he's not. Uh, like not happy, and I thought to myself, "Oh boy, yeah, this is it. Like we've been had. You know, he's probably gonna have some." I'm checking around. I'm like, "Did he have a video camera up? Does he know who he is?" <laughs> you got to keep in mind, though, we have probably 25 to 28 guys that speak exclusively Spanish on our team, and then like eight of us that speak English, and our owner. God bless him. Doesn't speak a lick, a lick of Spanish, and he gets up there and just starts screaming at everyone. And all the all the Dominican guys are looking at him like, "What is this crazy white person doing yeah. yelling at me?" Right. So I found amusement just in the whole scene, and he's yelling about you know dollars and cents that, and I don't I don't run this team, you know, for you guys to have some sort of joyride, and I don't know who's been stealing from me out of the concession stand and this and that, you know, you you guys aren't going to get a good hotel on the road and blah blah blah. He's just screaming at us, and he's like, I'm going to start docking everybody's check because he would give part of our check had to come out of the gate, right? Um, so part of our check was paid. I'm going to I'm going to dock the gate check on everybody in the team until somebody tells me who's been drinking the beer and eating the nachos out of the concession <laughs> stand. Having those red vines. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, well, 
28 of us have no idea what you're saying, pal. <laughs> and the eight of us are all looking at each other, and we're like, hey, are we going to actually tell him what's going on or not? And the clubhouse attendant is in the back corner, and he's behind the owner, so the owner can't see him, and he's shaking his head like, <laughs> Don't say anything. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my job. I'm gonna lose my eleven grand a year job. Don't yeah. say anything. So finally, like he's kind of looking at me, and I'm feeling the heat, you know. And I'm like, man, well, I'm only nineteen, so I'm like, I'm not that great of a liar. So I'm kind of shifting around, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm holding my bat, and I'm like, kind of looking at him, like, hey, don't look at me, pal. And finally, he, I feel like he's just like staring a hole through me. And so I was like, all right, here it is. This is it. Moment of truth. So I stand up, <laughs> and I kind of turn so that his back is to me so that he doesn't see my face, and I go, come on, guys, somebody fess up. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Well done. I was like, he's going to duck our back. <laughs> he ducked all of us 50 bucks. Everyone was so pissed off at me. Okay. <laughs> I, and I also think, in a way, both the Fluffer story and that story had a bit of a theme. Of you being really a jerk. That's right. Okay, <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Selfish is the word you're looking I for. I love Jay. it. Yes, that's right. I love Selfish. that we always tie it to a theme. Two I'm, questions. I'm very narcissistic. <laughs> Was this during the flat of uh, the flat the fat ca- flat fat cat clat? I can't wait till we the get that fat as a clat era. Was this when you were I chubby? I can't wait till um, we have that as a drop, by the way. Was this when you were chubby? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was a little okay. chubbier than I am now. I mean, I was drinking Sam Adams for five hours <laughs> and a night. Eating nachos. <laughs> and eating nachos That was, that was the vines. start of fat clat. And fat. secondly, if you don't mind me asking, what would you make a week in that league? Oh, my God. Like, next to nothing. That's why 50 bucks was a big... I, I remember when he fined us all 50 bucks. I think our monthly check um, at that level of A ball was like twelve hundred dollars for the month. For the month, <laughs> minor league baseball is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. We had three off days that entire entire summer, <laughs> and one of them was spent on a bus. The yeah. <laughs> driving fifteen hours from Idaho Falls, Idaho to Medicine Hat, Canada. Yeah. You guys know Medicine Uh, Hat, right? of course. They had a Blue Jays affiliate there. Exactly. Walk into my hotel. I don't remember, like, non-branded hotel, you know, it's just like roadside inn. Yeah. Walk in, and there was either someone had thrown a baseball or fired a shotgun through the TV. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, there's a hole like that. Didn't get to watch local Medicine Hat news. Someone was throwing a bullpen in the room (laughs) and or, like, firing off the 12-gauge. So I was like, I'll I'll take a quick shower. I walk over, turn the water on. Brown water comes out of the shower. I was like, not going to shower here. And then I go to make a call, because this is before... I had a cell phone. And also before TripAdvisor. Before TripAdvisor. (laughs) You you couldn't couldn't screen that hotel out. The phone was smashed and just kind of like put back together. (laughs) 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 So I picked it all like just kind of fell apart. Oh, do you know what they had in Medicine Cat and Medicine Hat though? An Earl's? Well, one, the drinking age was 18. Yep. And two, it is Alberta. And so uh, they, they sold. You would buy a Jack and Coke, and they didn't give it to you in a cup. It was a mug. No, no, no. It was like a pitcher. Oh, yeah. Oh. And do then that. I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> um, quickly, before uh, your good friend Peter Schrager is <sighs> calling us. Um, can I please be on with Schrager? Sure. Yeah, you can yeah. stick around. Absolutely. Uh, thoughts on Tim Tebow 
and uh, his switch to baseball. It's just First a off, joke. Is he not too muscular for well, baseball? Well, he's not very good. Yeah. One, let's start there. <laughs> One um, small problem, he doesn't have the Listen, ability. there there are thousands of baseball players that could have done better in a tryout Correct. than what he did l- last week, I guess it was. His his route to a fly ball is totally off. His arm is, is totally off. Um, you know, he's powerful, but with his... But swing everything was, was better pulled. than I thought it, it was would okay. Be. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was okay. an awkward looking swing. You know, it wasn't fluid. It just doesn't ring all that authentic to me. Here, when it, he's selling baseballs for 125 a pop, signed bats yeah. for 175 a pop, yeah. and he signs a shoe deal. And it's yet like, we showed up. Like we all, you know, like 40 people, 40 media. No, like, been great. who's he going to sign with? Whoa, whoa. I think the Braves like him. It's like, well, the Braves are drawing 8,000 people <laughs> yeah. to their games. Of course they're exactly. going to sign yeah. them. You know what he should have done? What's that? So he goes out there for the trout, swings and misses every time. Okay, guys, I got this one. Every swing misses. Every fly ball misses. And then people feel sorry for this guy. They say this guy's delusional. But not everyone is Canadian, but they already, so people don't feel sorry <laughs> Yeah, for and people. they already feel that way. They already feel he's delusional. No matter how... Yeah. I mean, they, they already feel that. I, yeah, just, you know, it is what it is. I, I love how he's more like... More power to him, I, I guess. I'd have to take a pay cut to do this. Which... <laughs> It's like okay, Tim. okay, okay, dude. <laughs> then don't do it. Well, the, why? Why did you tell us that you love football and it was your dream to do football? And now all of a sudden you love baseball. Yeah, and uh, big baseball. Very guy. weird. Peter Schrager joins us on the line. We got our Joe NFL, Clatt here. We've got our Pete. lead college football analyst. We've got our NFL insider together on the podcast. What's up, dude? Hey guys, is that the voice of Joel Clatt, who I thought was fantastic? Stanford. Game week one, national audience, Bill Schneider going up against the great David Shaw and Joel Klatt on the call. What a delight to start the college football season. Boy, huge sarcasm is dripping. Huge. We we were the beneficiaries of that, Joel Klatt. I'll I'll never forget where I was. Big numbers out of that. I'm sure. Oh no, seriously. That, sure. By f- our we biggest did. number, biggest show our biggest week. show ever, actually. It was. Yeah. So thank you for that, thank Schrager. You. It's good to hear from you, my friend. It's great to hear from you, Clat. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna really just hijack this interview, Clat. I gotta ask you, Christian McCaffrey playing that late at night every game, you know, especially on those Saturday nights when they start kicking off. Does that hurt his Heisman chances yeah, with all the voters the being on the East Coast? Schrager bomb. Everyone in Canada is like, we don't care. Um, yeah, it does. I mean, it's that one kicked at 9 Eastern, so it's not as bad as I think seven times last year or eight times he kicked at 10 Eastern or later, which which doesn't help. The problem for McCaffrey is the bias of the Southern voter. Okay, so so those of you in Canada that don't care, let me just explain it very quickly. The problem is is that there are ballots in the Heisman Trophy voting, and, and those ballots you put a first, a second, and a third player. And in, in a percentage of ballots, mostly from that part of the country, he wasn't even put on at all, on the ballot at all. And he was clearly one of the best uh, players in the country. So that's that's like actively trying to prevent him from being the Heisman rather than, for instance, on mine, I did a true vote, which was McCaffrey one, Derrick Henry two. I wasn't actively trying to prevent Derrick Henry from receiving the award. So that's the problem that you got. There All right, go, guys, let me, put this, let me put this into context for you, Jay, and for your listeners. Say we've got the Lady Bing trophy, okay? Yes, and the Lady Bing. Put, boom, boom. Say you can put a national vote on it, and we know, we know that, you know, 
you know, Ed Jovanowski had a great year down in Florida. And all the voters, all the voters are Ed Jovanowski, Florida Panthers fans. But somewhere up in, in Vancouver, the two Sedin brothers had really good years. We just never saw it on the East Coast. That's the equivalent, guys, you know, just you, to try to put it out there. I'm just thinking of the of, of the Sedins and Ed Jovanowski being nominated <laughs> for the Lady Bing. That alone is hilarious. Uh, unintentionally uh, I don't know if hilarious. It was Craig Danny, um, maybe, or, or, or Trevor Linden. You tell me. Hey, Peter, we, Shrek, we've we got act- a, a letter specifically written for you, written and for we you, can Shrek. get we can get your opinion and Clat's opinion on this. Okay. Okay. Uh, my name is Luca Capone, and I'm a big fan of the pod. Funny note: I play hockey with your former producer Christoph. He's a Durfalurf. Uh, anyway, I don't know what that is. I'll get straight to it. I really think the CFL is in need of a serious makeover to make it relevant for a new generation, especially in spots like Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. Possible ideas. Switch to NFL rules, possibly integrate the league as something of an NFL farm league. Make Mr. Peter Schrager the new commish. Boom. Love Frankly, that. I know that the NFL won't be coming to Toronto in the near future, and I'd actually like to watch Argos games without dying of boredom. Plus, I honestly think fans in hotbeds like Saskatchewan and Alberta would support positive changes to the game and league, am I crazy, Peter Schrager? Well, first of all, I'm honored to hear that, and I would, n- I, I, I would not want the commissioner role. What I would like, though, is, is more of the college standouts from America uh-huh. that don't make it. When you guys told me that Jonathan Crompton and Vernon Adams and those type of guys were starting quarterbacks in the Canadian Football League, I perked up. But what you've got to do is you've got to capitalize on the college big school quarterbacks who don't do it. So, Tim Tebow, you should be throwing a lot of money at Tim Tebow to get him to the CFL. Johnny Menzel, I don't care what his demons are. He should be playing in the CFL. He'd be great in the CFL. Yeah, and you go right down the list. And, and Joel, you speak to it. I think I'm always curious, like, where'd Jamarcus Russell go? Well, why wasn't Jamarcus Russell in the CFL? Or or some of these guys. I just think you got to get the failed NFL players out there to CFL, so there's at least an attraction. And then once my interest is peaked, it's on ESPN2. I can watch my Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah. I can see what we're doing, and we can go from there. Um, first, I think it should be on FS2, not ESPN2. <laughs> Secondly, great, great. I, I, I think that you know Tebow was offered, but he didn't want to go play because there's not enough publicity up there, and right. so the narcissist decided to go play baseball instead. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, Schrager, I think that the rules issue is the, is the biggest issue That's because – it's not commonplace for the NFL teams to take CFL players because the game tends to be so different. Exactly. So if they did move to the NFL-style rule or even American college football rules, one, you would have more players go up there and play, and I think there would be more more uh, of a bridge between the NFL and the CFL, so it could act as more of a farm system. But they desperately need it, and it's for this sole reason, in my mind, we've got so many underclassmen declaring for the draft that don't end up getting drafted and then all of a sudden are just done and they don't get a degree and they don't go to the NFL and they're just in like this Siberia the rest of their lives where they never completed anything and made a wrong choice. So if those guys had a place to go, they declared, didn't make it, had a place to go that ended up giving them a chance to go to the NFL, I think that would be really From an American standpoint, that makes so much sense. I know from the traditional Canadian Football League fan, they're going to be like, well, these are our rules. That's what makes our game They embrace the game. People that love the CFL love the CFL because of its Because of the rules? Right. Now, now, you know, Jay, I'm going to interrupt. That's like liking a band that plays only in really small venues and saying, well, we're not upset that they're not going to be a band much longer because we're happy that they play just the songs we like and only we know. I agree. Sometimes... 
at some point, Kings of Leon needs to move from the small venue to do Madison Square Garden. That's just what it is. No, I agree with you, Shregs. I agree. And th- and what Luca was saying here is how do you make it bigger in Toronto, Montreal? Well, I think Montreal and Ottawa are different, but Toronto, for example. That is exactly how you would make it bigger in Toronto. You would change the rules to – I like the idea of changing it to the college football rules – and making it not so much a farm team, but allowing so someone like you mentioned Vernon Adams. Like Vernon Adams should be perfect for the CFL. He should. Be. He has the perfect body. He has the perfect style of play. But it's the rules that he's learning, and the new playbook, and this field is bigger, and the ball is bigger, and what the. F-? And it, you get, they get up there, and I think a lot of guys, some guys stick it out, but some guys are like. I don't yeah, want to what, learn this. Right. They're like, what the I'm, f*** is I'm, a rouge? I'm a third stringer now, right? <laughs> I'm a third stringer in Montreal. I'm away from home. I don't know the language. Whereas if they could go up, rules were the same. I think a lot more of them would stay the, in the there. The strangest and, thing and for a lot get, of them, it, if you look at the scoreboard some game, it might be 1-1 in a football game. Yeah. Which, like, that's a bit odd. It's a bit odd. <laughs> and what you would get is is more American coaches. Yeah. Going up there, like remember a couple of years ago, Dan Hawkins went up and was quickly like let go or fired because it's just a different game. It is. So if you had more of those coaches up there, then there's more of a connection back to American football and the NFL, and you would have more ties to the NFL. But it's I personally, totally rules. I, listen, whatever Schrager says, he can say, but he would be a great commissioner of yes! the CFL. Yeah, Come on, Schrager. Schrager, you'd have to learn French. Could you do that in six months? Or Absolutely so? not. You know, I'm not learning French. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, uh, what do Peter, I look like? We, we what am I going to do? Have a baguette? No, I'm, done. I'm not learning French. Uh, so, <laughs> so Joel, <laughs> had his so big, mad. Joel had his big week with the start of college football. You must be feeling the same for this week, the start of the NFL. Well, I'm really excited, guys. Week one. <laughs> yeah, you sounded. <laughs> I am in Houston, Texas. I'm watching the Texans and the Bears from the sideline. I'll be doing the reporting. We have a new Texans team where you add Brock Osweiler and Lamar Miller, quarterback and running back, and two exciting receivers in Will Fuller, the fifth out of Notre Dame, and Braxton Miller at Ohio State. Mm. So much excitement around the Texans this year. And beyond that, I mean, we're recording this on a Wednesday, Thursday night football. Joel, I would love your opinion on this, but I cannot imagine any other season where this was the case. We are rolling out the defending champion Denver Broncos and their quarterback, Trevor Simeon, Jay, Dan. If I was to show you a photo of of, of Jay's Jay's father's buddies from the pharmacy, wherever they are up in Edmonton, to Dan... (laughs) To Dan's friends from Skatchatoon or whatever the yeah, hell you want to call it. Skatchatoon. If you put together a police lineup of 10 white guys, Canadian, American, you would not be able to call out which one is Trevor Simeon. It is fascinating. What, what, Defending what, Super Bowl champions. What Trevor about my Simeon? illegitimate child in medicine hat? Yeah, that's true. Could be that, too. Yeah, I think Trevor too. Simeon looks like uh, Peyton Manning's illegitimate son. <laughs> hey, speaking of Peyton Manning, want to get your guys' opinion on this. Does anyone team know that they've got a good team but lack of the quarterback position and convince him to come out of retirement say like he will give you a percentage of the team what do we have to give you that's funny because that sounds a lot like the denver broncos whose <laughs> roster <laughs> is stacked right now i yeah, listen you know it's funny I, I was concerned that like you know what's peyton gonna do i've seen more of peyton manning since he retired than i did when he was playing he's all over the yeah, place but he's so. gonna have that itch isn't he peter he's he's gonna he's gonna watch the first couple know, of there's a cream out. for that dan <laughs> <laughs> It's called broadcasting. (laughs) 
He went out on top. He got a Super Bowl ring. And you know what's crazy? How much people are discrediting? Lather it up. Yeah. Yeah, but they're discrediting the Super Bowl ring. Like every, I'm on this show in the mornings now, and it's like, no matter when you say, like, oh, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, I'm like, yeah, but he sucked. It's like, no, he won the Super Bowl. He yes. beat Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game, yep. and then he beat Cam Newton. He did win a Super Bowl. That yep. is that Only, is absolutely true. He just By the way, the rings. I, I believe to get boring and, and football y here, all the pressure is on Carolina because of this reason that we're talking about. No one expects Denver to be very good, yeah. and now Carolina's got to go on the road and play that defense. Mm-hmm. That's not a, a, an easy walk in the park. They've got all the pressure on them tomorrow night. I can't Absolutely. wait. Absolutely. I can't Absolutely. wait. It's Shrek, be a good one. Shregs, uh, good morning football. Remind the Canadian uh, listeners because they can see it. They get NFL Network. Yeah, well, first and foremost, I'm still doing Coward's show on FS1. I'm still going to do your show, guys, on FS1. But the NFL Network, every morning, 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern, we've got a three-hour show. We just talk hardcore football. We geek out. It's fun. We've had good guests. We had Jim Kelly today. We had Anthony Munoz. We had Michael Rappaport yesterday. Who Rappaport was great. He, he, he weighed in on Lena Dunham, which was amazing. Hey, Shreger, <laughs> is Rappaport not like your spirit animal? Why would you say that? Is you, energy? What is it? Yeah, you both have very uh, similar manner, mannerisms. A lot of different well, similar mannerisms. Yeah, well, when you go down the book of God, it's similar mannerisms. It's 92.9. Mannerisms. Speaking. That's no segue at all. Is Moldowney still working on this show? Did you get that as a drop? <laughs> There's going to be so many drops from this show, Shrek. It's going to be all drops so the whole good. show. It's so good. Guys, I just want to say this. I want to say this. I want to say this, and I want to be serious about it. Football Uh-oh. season starting. Here we go. Here we go. I love the three of you. And I say the three of you, I mean Jay, Dan, and Joel. You are my three favorite people over there in L.A. I love you so much. I love the work you're doing. Keep it up. I can't wait for the football season. Oh, you're the I thought best. we were going to say a prayer there. All, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, take a knee, guys. Take a knee. I Listen, love it. I, I just, thought that was very kind. Want to tell you this is the last time you're going to see me? <laughs> Thanks, Peter. The truth is, the truth is this: I'm on the road. I'm not in LA anymore, so I can't get the human touch. It's all over the phone. It's all over home cam. Yeah. But when I see you guys on television, it brings a smile. I'll, I'll have a quick story that I'm out of here. Okay. I'm in the makeup room at 4 a.m. Eastern, so that's 1 a.m. your time. Yeah. And I walk up in the makeup room. We've got this new crew in New York. I don't know. I'm not as comfortable as I am with you guys. And Nate Burleson, who is a former player and is my co-host on this show, is cackling, laughing. I mean, dying laughing. I'm like. It's too early. Like, what are you laughing at? He's like, I don't know what this is. You got to watch it. And he hands me a clip that has been retweeted from Fox Sports Live's Twitter account of mm-hmm. you and you and Dan, Jay and Dan, doing a bit. The translator of of uh, Jason Garrett's press That's conference. Right. He was like, "This is hilarious." So it's it's resonating. Nate Burleson loved it at four a.m. in the morning. It's all great. Uh, hey, That's eventually so we'll get a a full thirty second promo on our own network. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Schrager, By the way. You can touch me anytime. All right. <laughs> oh, oh. Thanks, Peter. I'll Thanks, Peter. I'll get in that gang shower with you, Clat, anytime. Yeah. That's the podcast. Hey, that's it. Just wait. Are you watching uh, Last Chance You on Netflix? No. Why not? I've got like important like <laughs> details. Things no, but you to, can watch it on I've the got, flight or I've something. I've got research to. I don't have a lot of free time. Okay. As evidence, we're I gonna have to get to Engineer Jim. We didn't get a chance for uh, six degrees this week. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. We'll Why do not? it next time. Why aren't you watching that? I'm sorry. Is it good? Do you have a six degrees band for Engineer Jim? Oh, this we go? is a good one. A, a band, what? That, a band that so, you like that you wonder if Jim maybe has a connection to that he worked with at some point during oh, his man. career. Oh man, one of your faves, maybe. like your faves. Could, Could be any any genre, head. any genre. Milky Chance. It's a new artist.
I've never that's heard a, of that artist. Got him. Yes. There we go. Stumped we stumped this guy's, him. This now guy's... that's that's an Idaho Falls band. I think. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're from Milky, the Milky Way. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Thanks for listening. Oh shit. We didn't read either sponsor. I know. We uh, read, our sponsor. read the sponsors. We gotta get the sponsors. Here, Clat, you can help him read it. There we go. Here okay. we go. What do we? What do I need? You do the me undies. Yeah, okay. that one would be good. I okay. mean, I could create you a milky chance. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> me undies. You wear underwear every day. At least I hope you do. At least most of us do. It's time to try something better. MeUndies has created the world's most comfortable underwear with a blend of fabric that is three times softer than cotton. That sounds tremendous. When you feel awesome from inside out, you look awesome from outside in. When you upgrade your undies game, everyone wins. Life feels better in MeUndies. Let's jump to the last paragraph. Okay. For a limited time, MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash JNDan. If you don't love your first pair, it's free, and Jay will come give you a tickle. I will. You have no excuse <laughs> to it. try. You have no excuses to try my favorite underwear brand. Make sure you go to MeUndies.com slash JNDan to get 20% off your first order. Use my link so they will know what? that we sent you. I'm wearing them right now. And, and Jay's going to give you a tickle. Big time. I'm tickling him <laughs> I'm right wearing now. him, too. And all orders in the That's U.S. and Canada awesome. ship for free. All orders in the U.S. and Canada ship for free. Jim, you want to read this one? The Quicken Loans one? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports the Jay and Dan podcast. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, and completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files? Yes. And paperwork? Yes. With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of a button. Amazing. Helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. And even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all of this on your phone or tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. So, if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at Quick and Logan's... Quick and Logan's... <laughs> 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 at quickenloans.com. I love those slogans. Slash J. What's this a web page? Just, uh, just, just J. Yeah, okay. no, the writing's on the wall. Well, he knows. Just like, hey, slap it. Hey, slap Dan, Dan yeah. can't qualify for more. <laughs> oh, I understand that. <laughs> Not he, even on his phone or tablet. <laughs> no, with the rocket no, variety. Nowhere. Not Equal even housing facts. lender. License. But, shh. We got to read the oh, disclaimer. Sorry. disclaimer. 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 Shh. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org, number oh, 3030. <laughs> 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 what number was that? <laughs> number 3030. <laughs> number oh. oh. Jim oh had sex <laughs> with John uh, Mayer. You're going to have to comb through this podcast. There are so many drops on this podcast. I think this was my That's favorite amazing. podcast ever. That was amazing. That was awesome. We learned that Dan can't uh, get a Logan and... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Ben, I'm serious. We yeah, we might have a thousand drops. <laughs> we'll do a segment next podcast of new drops only. I love it. <laughs> thanks, Clat. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even. I said, th- I said thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. Oh. Hey, no, you're coming you. on our show tonight. Yeah, I'll be on tonight. Yeah, I can't wait. You're coming what on will the TV you do show? from now until you tape the the show tonight? With I got. I'm gonna go work. I've got stuff to do. Last okay. chance, you dial it up on Netflix. Hanging got out it. with uh, Kaylin Finnegan. What's the <laughs> BA's name? Caden Pfeiffer. Caden Pfeiffer. There it is. Almost. Good old Kaylin Finnegan. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening and watching, everyone. Go get your new yeah. Logan. <laughs>